how important is keeping Justin Fields in the pocket today for you guys' success on defense? Oh, really important because we know anytime we can take away his first read, whether we in man or zone, uh, he's pretty much going to take off. And uh, whenever we can keep him in the pocket and allow him just to play quarterback and I'll allow him to run, uh, we got a real, real good chance of winning the game once we can do that for him. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Green Bay Packer Quay Walker right there basically saying he ain't a quarterback. If I don't let him run, oh, if, if we keep him in the pocket, a.k.a. if we make him play quarterback, his position, we have a really, really, he didn't say one really, 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 really good chance of winning this game. Ah. It's tough, man. Bears lose to the Green Bay Packers 17-9. Uh, it is Gabe Ramirez here on 670 to score. And it is a Plumbers 911 football Monday presented by Busey Bank. It's not a game, Illinois.com. Uh, it is the last Plumbers 911 football Monday of the season. Got to wait a while for this. Uh, so make sure you're here to listen to all the great stuff and hear what all of our guests have to say as they wrap up this season. Uh, Dustin Rhodes is going to be kicking things off at 5 a.m. with the pregame show. Olin Krutz hangs out at 7 a.m. with Mullion Hall, as does DJ Moore. Yeah. DJ Moore, 8 o'clock, going to be on with Mully and Hall. Brad Biggs hangs out with them at 9. Then it continues. Uh, Bernstein and Holmes, they got Anthony Heron and Dan Weeder at 11 and 12. And then uh, Parkins and Spiegel jumps on. And they have Kurt Warner at 240, Mark Grody at 4, Jalen Johnson at 5 p.m. But let's get out to your phone calls. Interested in your thoughts? Let's go to Remy out in Chicago. Remy, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Gabe? What's going on? Chilling, man. Talk to me. Man, I'm just tripping on a narrative about the Bears and Justin Fields because it's like, okay, we lose. Oh, Justin's terrible. Dude, 21 dropbacks, five sacks. Just do the math on that. Just, just do the math on that. Who's, who's, who's going to survive that? Who's going to survive that? Offensive line having a bad day. Bad day. Don't roll them out. Just move the pocket a little bit. Common sense stuff, man. I rewound the game and watched it. The times he got hit, the receivers, the backs are still turned. Quick slants. Change up the game plan. Yeah. Yeah, Justin, Justin makes you scratch your head sometimes. I like Justin, but he, sometimes he'd be like, dude, you tripping. I'm going to keep it real. I like Justin, but, yeah, and how you scratch your head like, Justin, come on, man. You, you tripping. <laughs> but. For real. I mean, it's being honest, but come on. The game plan today. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was a tough one to watch, right, Remy? I mean, I, I think one, one thing you said that I, I've been, I mean, and obviously I'm, you know, when I watch the All-22, I'm, I'm looking at specific things, but I'm not looking at how many slants they're calling or how many receivers are running slants on specific routes. But, you know, when you have fast guys like DJ Moore or, you know, Scott, I mean, you got to put them in those situations to really – allow Justin to get rid of the ball quickly. And, I, I mean, I'm sure they're calling it, and Justin maybe might not isn't, you know, doing it as often as we'd like, but to me that is an, an answer, right? I'm in the solution business, not the problem business. Um, but with this game in particular, Remy, this is one of those games where, you know, you, you kind of touched on it. It's like your defense can't get you four interceptions every game, right? Like there has to be some games that you win because of you, right? Where Justin Fields – if you're QB1, if you are him, there has to be games where your O-line isn't playing well, where your defense, you know, might not be up to, you know, standard. And then you have to win the game because of you. And I think that's what I feel like we're missing, you know, from the quarterback position is that handful of games that you can point to and be like, whoo, thank God we got Justin Fields because I'm not really worried in the fourth quarter down eight points. Because I know when the Bears were down eight, I was like, how are you going to put that, like, do I expect Justin Fields to come down and score two touchdowns? Like, no, right? So it's like that's the kind of thing that I think that I'm looking for and I really want the Bears uh, to be doing as well. Remy, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, it is Gabe Ramirez. It is 670 to score, taking your calls. Thoughts on the game? Thoughts on uh, the future of the Chicago Bears is what we're really harping on a lot. You know, is Justin Fields going to be the quarterback of the of the team next year? I mentioned that. You can follow me on Twitter, Chicago underscore Gabe. And – I put it out there. I said, you know, people say Marvin Harrison Jr. is generational talent. Every Bear fan is like, we got to get we got to get Marvin Harrison Jr. College experts out here saying Caleb Williams is a generational talent. Same thing. But people were like, no, 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 no. Got to stay with Justin Fields. You got to build around him still. And it's like, 
like what Remy said. I am tired of watching. Listen, I think Justin Fields is good. I'm going to restate my, my position and what hill I'm standing on. I think Justin Fields is good. I think he's, he is a, a top 13 to 17 quarterback in the NFL. I do not think he can be a top 10 quarterback in this league. Just like Remy said, sometimes we got to watch this game and instead of saying, oh, man, Justin, what were you thinking? Sometimes we have to, like, take a step out of our body and really look at how many times we're saying these things and then put that up against the potential of having a quarterback that can't be top five guy. It's not, like, what do you want? Do you want to, do you want to be having the same conversation next year that Justin Fields has really good performances and bad performances? You look at his game log, and I don't I, – I, and I realize that it sounds like I'm hating on Justin Fields, and it's not. It's more trying to convince you that Justin that it's okay to move on from Justin Fields. So I get upset because I'm like, how do you not see what I'm seeing? Justin Fields, last four games, 11 for 16, 148 yards. 20 for 32, 268. 15 for 27, 170. 19 for 40 for 166. Who in the NFL has three out of their last four games for a buck? Who? Is it Jalen Hurts? Because I know he's had a couple bad games in his last few. Especially when you don't have a stud running back. Right. One sixth. What? Like, come on. Hold on. I do want to look at Jalen Hurts, though, because I want to give a fair comparison. And I think that that's fair. Why am I? They had a bad one. He did leave the game kind of hurt today. But I could look at his, like, you know. I just want to see, that's the comparison. Oh, my God. First of all, Jalen Hurts is thrown for 3,900 yards, okay? C.J. Stroud, if he would have been a Bear, he'd have the most passing yards in Bears history if he were a Bear. C.J. Stroud. Just want to be very clear on what's going on here, okay? Justin Fields, 25. Just want to put it out there. 2,500 yards. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to go there. Uh, Jalen Hurts, game log. Okay. If you take out today's game and look at the four previous ones before that, Jalen Hurts, 18 for 23, 167, an efficient 167. They lost that game to Arizona. 24 for 38 for 300 against the Giants. I mean, that's impressive. But then seven, two losses in a row, 17 for 31 for 143 against Seattle, and then 18 for 27 for 197 against Dallas. Talk to me about the, oh, but he doesn't have A.J. Brown and, De- and Don- Dante Smith. Talk to me about he doesn't have the defense and stuff like that, too. Jalen Hurts has it, and he's still performing. I don't know what my point was there. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five 300-yard games for Jalen Hurts this year. Just, just throwing it out there. Let's take some more calls. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Dave out in Chicago. Dave, I appreciate you for waiting, man. Appreciate you for waiting. Hey, good, morning. good morning, guys. Oh. You there? Oh, okay. Hold on. All right, so Dave, you got some thoughts on Justin Fields and the Chicago and, and the Bears, right? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I got you. So you got some thoughts on uh, Justin. I apologize. I apologize, guys. I, I think I fell asleep there and I dreamt somebody asked for Jimmy Garoppolo to come in. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. Hey, I'm glad you got your I'm glad you got your little fifteen minute power nap in. <laughs> Nice. Listen, uh, I, I, we, I think we all wanted Justin to do well. We all because he's our quarterback. But listen, four years, guys, I've had it. We cannot let another one round draft pick go. How often does this happen? Ever? You get two number round draft picks. We took the kid for the offensive line. Okay, this year we cannot pass up on a possible top quarterback we got to go after this guy at the very least what's going to happen he's going to be as good as justin but at least he won't have four years of a beat down on him i love justin i see flashes yes but you know what you can see flashes in any quarterback right i mean that's why they're in the nfl so uh you know it's I just this game that the Bears played against the Packers, it should have been every bit as big for the Bears as it was Green Bay. Agreed, agreed. I, and they showed me nothing. They showed me nothing. It should have been every bit as big. 
and I wanted them. I went in there with confidence. I thought, you know what? I, 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 they fooled me again, and uh, I'm just ready to move on. Dave, talk to me about. Are you ready to, Dave? Are you ready to move on from the coaching staff as well? Well, I, uh, I, the offensive coordinator's got to go. I, I, I'd be happy with Eberflus. I'm not going to be devastated if Eberflus comes back. I like what he's done. I like what the defense is doing. And uh, I want to throw this out there as well. Don't, let's not forget that a lot of these play calls have one, two, three different options. Not all the time. Maybe sometimes Justin's not picking the right. I've seen a lot of, a lot of plays where he missed an open man. Uh, you know, so it goes two ways. I wish Justin the best, but I think it's time. What would it be if next year we don't we don't grab a quarterback and this kid? I mean, do you think Houston's happy with this kid? Yeah, of course they are. I mean, you look at C.J. Stroud I and mean, Javier making the playoffs uh, first time since 2019, and I mean that that's what you're up against, right? Like you're up against the chance to take a C.J. Stroud type. And I also want to say this. A lot of people are trashing Bryce Young. Like, what? Like, check back in with me in two years. Bryce Young is, is still very a very good quarterback. Let's not forget his, his number one receiver is Adam Thielen. Okay? So for all you Bears, Justin Fields fans that are like, you got to get weapons around him. And you, you cannot also make the same argument because look at Bryce Young. What? It's the same argument. You have to use it for the same thing. Come on, guys. Anyways, I don't want, I don't want to get too worked up over a Bryce Young conversation, but Bryce Young is a good quarterback. When he is fortunate enough to have some weapons, he's going to be able to do something over there. And fortunately, the Bears can be in that position as well. Dave, thanks for the call. I appreciate you, man. Let's go to Joe out in the north side. Joe, a lot of people are, you know, on the Eberflus bandwagon, thinking that, you know, he should come back, and, 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 and Getsy's the only one that, that needs to be fired. What's your take on that? Man, first of all, man, I shot out I shot I used to play Pee Wee football and I shot out coaches in Pee Wee. Imagine imagine pros, you know. <laughs> you know the, the 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 thing is when the the man the man the man is never he's never in a in a, in a rhythm. He's never been in a rhythm since he's been in Chicago. All he, all he's done is lost games for the Bears. And um you want to go after a good coach, you know. He, he's not innovative, to tell you the truth. And maybe on defense, right? he's a defensive-minded coach. So, but on offense, he's he's behind the sticks all the time. And uh, when you want you you you're be, first of all, there's people like Kyle Shanahan in the league, and and you got the guy from the Dolphins that are, you know, new age, innovative, offensive mind minded coaches, and that you put Justin Fields in a, in, a, in a spot where. You're, he's not going to succeed in any ways. Him not succeeding is 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 coach's fault because his the plays that they were putting out for him were 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 setting up for failure from the beginning. And um, you got to move on for Fields now. I hate to say it. I mean, I've been a Bear fan since I was three years old, so I'm 40 years old now. Probably gonna die now before the Bears ever stop it. <laughs> stop it, before, Joe. Before the Bears, for real. You're wild. Uh, I mean, nah, don't worry. Trust the me. The Bears are. I think. Uh, here, I mean, when I'm well, like when I'm 66 years old and the Bears are gonna win the Super Bowl. I'm no, gonna no. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna make a proclamation. The Bears will win the Super Bowl within the next 15 years. <laughs> Hot take. Is that, I is mean, it, man, I, I hope so. I, I mean, no, like, no, 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 I mean, no. Book it. I, I mean, if the Cubs, Book I mean, it. If the, Cubs won, if the Cubs won the World Series, I mean, I mean look, man, you, you do things to better your franchise. I said, you man, you, you got to get a countable coach in there. I mean, there's Harbaugh out there sitting down there. I know, I know you're saying uh, uh, he didn't do anything in the NFL's first round. Yeah, he did better than most of the college coaches that ever tried tried doing it. Yeah, and he'll he'll be he'll he'll be coaching in the, in the national championship game tomorrow. So, you know, uh, Eberflus is a man that you know you, you hear his 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 halftime speeches or whatever his end game speeches, and you know, and I mean, you, I mean, like you said, we could do without those speeches and stuff like that because, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. he always says he always he always talks about the locker room being. Um, 
oh, they did this or did the or they did this and they're building on this or they're not building on anything. Yeah, I mean they got a lot of work to do, Joe. That we can agree on. Joe from the north side, thanks for the call. Gabe Ramirez, six seventy the score. Taking your phone calls all the way up till five o'clock. Got a couple lines open. Three one two six forty four sixty seven uh sixty seven. I got a hypothetical for you. Okay. Okay. Right, so right, I'm gonna right. set you up. I'm gonna give you two statements I and after this. I give one I want your gut reaction. All right, I'm taking notes. Okay. The Bears have announced they are firing Matt Eberflus. What is your gut reaction? Gut reaction is who's 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 the new coach? That's just my gut. Like the first thing I just thought about. Gut reaction. Next next news. Hold on, but wait, I'm trying to think. Bears firing. They better have a good plan. That's my initial reaction. They better have a good plan and not bring in no like new fun. 2024 version. So you want someone who was a head coach before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. no Ben Johnson. No, no, no Ben Johnson for okay. me. I want no part of Ben Johnson. And I get it. Offensive, da, da, da. I want no part of that. And the second one, yeah. the Bears have announced they are keeping Matt Eberflus for next season. Mm. Gut reaction. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's my, that's, you got to get inside my head. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. You're like, I can hear yourself talking yourself into all like, right, keeping All right. Him. All right. Did they say they kept Getsy? That's what I was my reaction. Is, did, 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 did he say Getsy's coming with him? That'd be my initial reaction. I like that game. All right, let's take some more phone calls. Maybe you got some more questions or just some thoughts. 312 644 6767. Let's go to Michael on the south side. Michael, what's up, man? How you doing, man? In here, working ba- hard. Well, that's good. I work hard, get the money. Hey, I'm a Bears fan first, then I'm a Raiders fan. I'm trading the number one to the Raiders who are going to be in a rebuild. Give me Max Crosby and give me whatever else I get for that number one. All right. Thanks for the call, Michael. I mean, it's an interesting take. My brother, you know, my brother was like, dude, I kept saying my brother and I, we went to go play poker yesterday at Horseshoe. Spent like six hours over there. Dude, you're going to tell me you wouldn't take Max Crosby and three first round picks for the number one pick in the draft? Like, dude, well, if we're playing that game, the 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 Larry from Downers Grove made up a story about <laughs> some scenario, and now I have to to take my take against that, against this made-up scenario. I mean, I'm here for it. The Raiders select 13th. If the Bears trade out of number one and go to 13th, they get Max Crosby, but then they have the ninth and the thirteenth pick. You would assume defensive end and wide receiver right there. What's the lowest you're willing to drop? I don't like trade want, back I'm to? not going to thirteenth. Would you say like five? Five is the number. I think. I think. And I did this all last year, Robbie. You know, you you didn't have an opportunity to work with me last year. I did this all last year, so it wasn't about what position you were willing to go to. It was where did the teams that would be willing to trade you stop? Right, that's really what it goes, or that you know that you would stop taking phone calls from. And so, for me, I mean, Minnesota's not going to give you a ton because they just don't want to, you know, arm you for the future. So they're at eleven. Jets aren't going to give you anybody at ten. Bears are at nine. Atlanta's at eight. So eight. Is the lowest I'm willing to go down? Because, you know, you have Atlanta at 8. The Giants at 6. Tennessee at 7, but they're not going to trade, right? Anybody. Giants, Daniel Jones, they could move on from him. Whatever. They take some big leap. And imagine the Giants are like, yeah, bro, you know what? The Giants are like literally the Panthers of last year. This trash team that is tired of having bad quarterbacks. They just want a good one. They have an opportunity because there's a team at the top that's willing to trade, and they're just like, ah, you know what, F it. We're going to give up a bunch of bunch of talent. Chargers aren't char- trading anybody at five. Arizona, I talked to two Arizona, uh, people from Arizona, Ed Smith and one other former Arizona Cardinal uh, before the Bears played them, and they both said that Arizona would be willing to move on from a Kyler Murray. Think about that. You get Arizona trading Kyler Murray to, like, 
Minnesota at 11. And then Arizona still has the fourth pick. Then they have the 11th pick. And then Arizona wants to package those picks to leapfrog New England and Washington. Bears get the fourth pick. Oh, my God, it sounds so dirty. None of that stuff. Now I sound like Jesse from Downers Grove making up the making up the three first-round picks for uh, Max Crosby. Do you think you get more for this pick than last year's first pick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and for those of you that don't like Caleb Williams, it's because it's Caleb Williams. <laughs> Let's be very clear. I did this one. I go, Bears trade from one to two to Washington. Washington takes Caleb Williams with number uh, one. Bears have number two pick. And I go, I go, why don't you just trade Justin Fields to New England for the number three pick? Did we do this already, Robbie? Did we do this exercise? Oh, what's the answer? Why don't you just trade Justin Fields to Washington for the number three pick? What's the answer? They probably don't want to trade their number three pick. For what? Justin Fields. Oh, you mean they'd rather have Drake May than Justin yeah. Fields? Yeah. That's unbelievable. Of course they would. Any team would rather have that number three pick, a.k.a. Drake May, over Justin Fields. Is it because he doesn't have, like, Drake May wouldn't have baggage? Like, I feel like Justin Fields would have a little bit of baggage because it's like, oh, he didn't work yet. No, you want to know why? It's for the same reason that I want it. Because the potential for him to be a superstar exists. And you're not going to go take a Justin Fields who has a resume underneath him, a three-year resume of mediocrity. And to try to explain to your fan base, dude, Justin Fields, what? Have you seen his last six games with the Bears? You th- Do you think New England would say that at that press conference? Oh, dude. Uh, yes, we'd like to introduce our newest quarterback, Justin Fields. Yes, taking questions. Why? Uh, well, you know, we think the Bears didn't put the right offensive line around him. We think the Bears didn't have enough weapons. <laughs> we think the Bears didn't have the right offensive coordinator. And so we think we can put Justin Fields in a position because Justin Fields is way better than Drake May. Like, that guy might get fired before the first week of the season if some general manager says some stupid, stupid stuff like that. Let's go to Travis out in Lions. Taking phone calls, 312-644-6767. Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 to score. Travis out in Lions. Talk to me, man. Hey, Gabe. No, it's all, I'm up in Zion. Oh, Zion. <laughs> you know what yeah. it is? You know what it is, Travis? I just moved to Oak Park, and so Lion is like right next to me, you know, right next to Berwyn. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're like talking that. about. <laughs> all right, so Zion. Man, there's, a lot, there's a lot to unpack here. First of all, I, I don't know about Justin Fields because we haven't really uh, put him in the right position to uh, show us whether or not he's worth, worthy of that job. Um, offensive line's a bunch of young guys. And uh, I, and and as far as trading that pick, I would try to trade it to the Giants because you know what the Giants have? They have a rookie center who's one of the top centers in the league this year. So you could move down a few spots, maybe pick up a second-round pick and get that center. That's a big weakness on the Bears team right there. Yeah, I, I agree and, with you. Keep going. And I, I agree with you guys that they need to go get at least one wide receiver. I'd I'd rather see him try to pick up two, and uh, and another another edge rusher today. If anything was proven today, it's that the Bears need to better players on that offensive line, and they need players to put more pressure on the defensive line. Yeah, they got to get more talent because there's certainly more more holes to fill, Travis, and 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 that is without question. I'm not certain. I love the I love the innovation when thinking of how the bear how to get a center for the Bears. I did say I think I hope the Bears uh, address the center position in free agency. Via trade would be you know equally as well for me. Um, Giants seem like a great partner. I saw another mock mock trade that had like Darius Slayton uh, being traded with the Giants uh, for that. But Giants are going to be I mean it's tough man. Washington at number two. Imagine if you're New England, how pissed you are. You're sitting at number three. You know someone wants to trade up. To Like, let's say if Bears do take Caleb Williams. Washington takes Drake May. Like, New England at three? Ah, uh, that must hurt the soul. I wonder what how many draft picks New England has. Take another call. 312-644-6767. Let's go to 
Justin on the south side. Justin, Justin, what up? What's going on? You know. Yeah, I remember you from B96, Gabe. Hey. You always been my man. Hey, cause. you know. Hey. <laughs> Still keeping it real on these airwaves, you know. Out. Always, forever always, and ever. Always. Check it out, bro. Right now, the Bears are obviously in win-now mode. They didn't give Tiz 100 minutes. What I'm telling you right now, I told Nicholas Marino that. I work over here in Vernon Hills. I see George McCaskey when he comes to the gym, but I see Jalen Johnson, brother Johnny, too. I had this conversation often. But what I'm telling you is what I told him. So check it, right? Right now, you didn't give Tez $100 million just to be in the rebuild. You didn't bring back Billings to be in the rebuild. I tell Johnson all the time, pay 33. This is at the top of the list. Compensate 33, all right? If you're Ryan Post, Kevin Warren, you have to do everything that you can to bolster this offense. All right. So with those two picks that you got, whether it's any quarterback, it could, his name could be Gabe Ramirez at center. <laughs> Gabe, you're going to need offensive line. You're going to need some wide receivers. You, you, you're going to need these things. Me personally, I'm not sold on Williams. I think you take Jaden Daniels. I mean, the guy won the Heisman. On a bad game, he'd rush for 90 and throw for 250. On a good game, he'd give you 450 in the air and 250 on the ground. That's my opinion. But whoever it is, you're going to need to bolster this line, get these wide receivers. And I think you take those two picks and try to make three out of it. You definitely need to try to get a second-round pick for sure because you don't have that. But at the end of the day, a musician cannot operate without his instrument. You following me? I hear that. <laughs> it's that simple. Do the math, Gabe. All right, but talk to me, about the, talk to me about the coaching, though. Talk to me about the coaching because you're talking about the, the, the team, but I want to know who's leading the team. As far as the coaching is concerned, I, I, I'm not sure if Eberflus would like to come back as just a defensive coordinator. No way. And, and I don't know who you could bring. Yeah, I, I don't know that. But you're going to have to bring – guess he has to go. I mean, it, it was nice while you were here, man, but the NFL, you know what it means. Not for long. Guy, you got to go. So, at the end of the day, I don't know who you bring in, but you definitely need another OC. Defense, um, coaching-wise, I, I mean, I guess they're filling these other positions, running back coach, DB coach, whatever you – They'll do that. I, I can't name those, but as far as OC, I don't know who you bring in, but you have to bring in somebody that's going to be tailored to Justin Fields. And I, and I, I me personally, I say Jaden Daniels because what I see from them is kind of similar with the ground game and the arm. I, I the jury's still out on a lot of these players. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think course. you will get an offer this number one pick. I think it will be greater than what you and I could even fathom at the moment. And I think the Bears. I, I think they will and deal it if they move back to whatever it is. I think you take that and try to multiply it to get something else. Because at the end of the day, like I said, because a musician can't operate without his instrument. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, Justin, we got to be greedy. You know, and I've been saying this a lot. To. We got to be greedy. It's like we want, I want the quarterback. I want the wide receiver. I want the line. I want more draft capital. I want it all. I want it all. If you're Ryan Pose and Kevin Warren, what's really holding you back from doing that? You have the money. You compensate 33. Got to. You're not satisfied with Eddie Jackson. Cool. You get you a safety third, fourth round. You, defensive end, you, if you get these multiple picks in this first round, like I'm trying to get the word to Ryan Pose for him to do, <laughs> listen, bro, you can make this happen. Yeah, it, Just, it has to happen. Justin's out here. Uh, to, Justin's out here putting a pigeon in the air, you know, sending it to the yeah, to, to man, the gym. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, I was just at the game on Sunday. Man, we was at the 150. George McCaskey come down there and took pictures with all of them. Man, you know, I wish I could have seen him the other day when he left the gym. I want to wish his mother a happy hundred and one. Yeah, but he skated yeah. up out of there. Yeah, man, I, he skated up out of there quicker than um. Then he could. Shout out to Bears fit and Vernon Hills, man. Nicholas Marino, that's my man. Hey, he's Johnny good Johnson, that's my man. Pay 33, cuz. Got to. Got to, Justin. Appreciate the phone call, man. Uh, I do want to live there for a second. Pay Jalen Johnson. It's not. First of all, you know, I got to be honest. It's not even a question. Ryan Poles doesn't strike me as someone that would allow Jalen Johnson to play a year like that without a contract, without an extension. And then have him perform the way he did, and then still not pay him. I can't. I can't. I don't take Ryan Poles to be that kind of a guy. So uh, that'll be great. Uh, Jaden over Caleb Williams um, because Jaden won the Heisman, but you know Caleb won the Heisman as well. Let's not forget that last year and that season last year was incredible. Uh, but you do have to bolster the line. And one thing, uh, Justin, that you said that 
you know, is a must. I don't care how they get it. Got to get a second round pick this year. Got to be able to select from the top 50 people in the, in the, in college football. You got to get a top 50 talent or at least be able to pick from that top 50 pool. And the bears right now, they get two first round picks and then it jumps all the way to the third round. So getting that second round is, 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 is critical. I think uh, for this team. All right, we're going to take a break, uh, but I want to take some more calls. I have, I have this thought. I'm going to, I'm going to drop this one on you. So most people are saying that Eberflus is coming back, right? Oh, Eberflus, leader of men. Even me, I think he should. I wonder what Eberflus thinks about Justin Fields. Right? Because if we're all dead set on Eberflus coming back and thinking that he will, don't you think he's having conversations with Ryan Poles and saying, yeah, yeah, uh, this guy, I, I need another quarterback. You want to be great in this league? Need another quarterback. Or is he saying, yeah, no, no, just give me some more talent. Justin Fields got that. I'll give you my opinion on what I think he's saying, but I'm curious as to what you think Iberflus is saying. Is he riding with Justin Fields, or is he ready to move on? Or is Iberflus even going to be here next year? 312-644-6767, taking your thoughts, your phone calls, and more conversation about the Chicago Bears on Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission the other side yeah i mean like i said you know i'll have those conversations with ownership you know um you know here coming forward you know so it'll be midweek in there somewhere i'm sure uh, when we set the schedule and uh, again our focus is tomorrow you know is for the exit meetings for the players it's gabe ramirez on 670 the score that was coach eberflus talking about uh, what his future looks like I'm sure if I, if I was Flues, I'd feel good about my job. I wouldn't feel as though, you know, I was under any pressure. Now, I, hey, I'm, you know who else felt good about their job? David Ross. Got his ass. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are taking your phone calls. Of course, Bears lose to the Green Bay Packers 17-9. Bears, you know, opportunities to win that, or to not win the game, but, you know, at least tie it up a couple times, especially in the fourth quarter. I think that, so what, it was uh, 14-9, Bears get that field goal. And then Green Bay comes down, gets the field goal, makes it 17-9. Bears get the ball back right there. And then they go on an eight-play, 18-yard drive. Ooh, dangerous. Can't do anything with it right there. Third quarter, Bears only had three possessions in the second half. Ouch. That's tough. That that doesn't happen too often. Three possessions in the second half. Seven play, 27-yard drive resulted in a punt. Then Green Bay had that fumble. Jordan Love fumble. Where the Bears got the ball back, but they were right there, and they just, you know, they get the field goal. Give up a field goal, get the ball back on their second possession, second real possession. Another eight play, 18-yard drive ends in a punt. And then Green Bay ends up going on a 12-play, 61-yard drive for six minutes to end the game. Just disgusting. Uh, but we're taking your calls. Thoughts on the Bears game? 312-644-6767. We got Tom out in Algonquin. Tom, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Gabe. Uh, I appreciate that recap you just did. No problem. Talk to me. Because I forgot almost the whole game. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, in some ways, it didn't seem like the Bears came to play. I don't like the fact that, okay, Jalen Johnson, oh, I guess he had a shoulder injury. I don't know. But I didn't hear that much prior to the game that he wasn't going to play. And uh, the Smith that they brought in or whatever, I mean, he's trying his best. He got beat. He got these young uh, 
receivers for the Packers, just, you know, it, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And uh, as far as... Uh, what part is embarrassing for you, Tom? Well, how about playing uh, only 10 people on defense? If you want to count Eddie Jackson as an 11th player, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I see him whiffing on guys. That, Russell Westbrook of the NBA, I said, the guy's done. When his free throw percentage went from 90 to 80, he knew his legs were done. He knew He's the guy that relies on jumping, and I know I'm changing the subject, but he relies on that kind of explosiveness. Eddie Jackson doesn't have any anymore. And if I can watch it in a game, and I don't have game film, but when you see stuff, and Hampton talked about it earlier, and I don't want to browbeat a guy. I'm, I'm sorry I'm doing that. But uh, as a coach, can you please get the best 11 players in there on defense? And we did not have them against Packers. And I know guys are injured. And uh, it was, uh, oh, when it counted, they run it down our throat. And, yeah, we, we kept them from the end zone. They had to kick field goals, you know. And uh, it it was just, to me, that's a, that's an embarrassment. And then as far as uh, the Bears' offense, Getsy, I'm sorry, 78, maybe 80% of the plays are out of the shotgun. And we have shown a few times during the season when we get under center, we get in the eye, we gain five, six yards, you do it again, you do it again. That's old school. And uh, that's the, I mean, you're talking fourth and inches on a play where we actually got the first down on third down, but the refs took it away with a bad spot. And so we go for it on fourth and inches, and we have fields in the shotgun, you know, five, six yards away from the line of scrimmage, where it's only a, and I didn't even care about the tush push. I'm just talking, what are you doing? And then he winds up running up under center anyway and not getting it. That's, that's gutsy. I'm sorry. That's bad, bad, bad coaching. Yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with that statement. Thanks for the call, Tom. Appreciate it. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670. The score, I mean, it, it was a tough game to watch, right? I mean, there were definitely some instances that were pretty bad. Um, But Tony Romo was shocking people. Pull up that clip again for me. Robbie Triano is producing today. Pull up that clip for me. This is, I'm going to play this a couple times today. But this is where he just, you know, is praising Luke Getze. And it's so weird because you just, you're saying to yourself, well, is he watching the same stuff I'm watching? Offensive coordinator Luke Getzky and Matt Eberflus, the head coach. I am really impressed watching the tape this week by Luke Getzky, the offensive coordinator. Second year calling plays, and boy, he's outstanding coming from that Shanahan Kubiak tree. And by the way, it's Getsy, Jim. <laughs> Luke Getsy. <laughs> did he say? Did he say outstanding? Could you imagine that? You're a Bears fan. You've been watching this whole season, and then someone in the final week of the season says they've been watching tape, and they think that Luke Getsy is outstanding. <laughs> That's laughable, but wow. Ah. Uh. A lot of blame to go around for this whole season, I guess you could say. Or not even blame, but just I think it's obvious the areas that need improvement. Let's go back out to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Richard out in Lockport. Richard, welcome to the show. Finally, I think I woke up. Someone mentioned Jim Garoppolo's name. <laughs> Come on, you don't really want to be in Chicago, do you? No, not at all, ever. Come on, stop. Nah, I know. That's what I thought. I'll and take a, I'll take way, a, Richard, Las, Richard, I'll take a. Las Vegas, Johnny. Yeah. You win, you win games on field goals. True. Could have won two or three more, two or three more this year. Now they're in the playoffs and then what? They're the Green Bay uh, team playing Dallas next week. Yeah, you're right. Talk to me about the future and, of this Bears yeah, team, think, Richard. Future of the Bears team. Here's what we, what you got to decide is Matt Eversluis, is he going to stay? Is he going to go? We need a we need to build a dynasty with coaching staff that can develop players, like a guy that can develop a, a line, Bill Callahan in Cleveland, uh, perhaps a defensive coach, uh, his son, 
then you go to a guy I really want to see this head coach of the Bears right now, Leslie Frazier. Okay, that's a good idea. And I plead that you and me could probably coach this team to a playoff spot next year. Yeah, I think schedule that they're going to play. I, I I did see the schedule that just came out telling us who our opponents were, who the Bears' opponents were. Excuse me. I'll give you guys that information right now. Hold on. Uh, so came out. So the away opponents. This is for anybody that likes to travel, like myself. They're going to be going to Arizona. Obviously, you got the usual suspects: Detroit, Green Bay, Minnesota. Then they're going to be going to Arizona. That's going to be an interesting one. They go to face the Houston Texans in Houston. Oh, that is going to be such a great game. They face Indy in Indianapolis, so they'll get themselves a little taste of Richardson. They go to Washington to face the Commanders. That's going to be a great game. I'd, in terms of, like, if you're looking for somewhere to travel, that's, that'd be a good one. And then they face San Francisco in San Fran. I am not – that if there's you – always, you always, for me, that travels, you always cross out one game. Because you're like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to that game because, one, the fans are crazy. And, two, I just don't want to get my – I don't want the team to get that whooped that bad and you don't want to travel for an ass whooping. No one wants to do that. So I think the Commanders would be a good one or Houston. To me, those are probably my top two. And then the home games, of course, usual suspects, Lions, Packers, Vikings. And then the home opponents, Los Angeles Rams, playoff team. Jaguars just missed it. Titans just missed it. Seahawks just missed it. And then you play the, the Patriots and the Panthers. So some teams there are sitting at the top of the draft board, right? Washington sitting at two. So you could probably be facing a good quarterback there. Arizona at, at four, right? They're at four. So, you know, maybe a, a, who knows what's going on there. I don't want to get ahead of our skis, but like it's playoffs or bust next year, right? Like you expect to be in the playoffs next year, especially with a schedule that easy and you know your team's going to improve. I feel like this has to be a playoff team next year. Robbie, let's if look anyone at, wants to keep a job. I think I think the answer is yes. I think it's all about I think we, what we learned this year. It's all about how you get there. All right. There are a handful of teams that are seven and ten. Like the Jets are seven and ten. Right. The Bengals. Missed the playoffs at nine and eight, like they got injured. So, like, did you did you end up with nine and eight? And you did Justin Fields get hurt? Did DJ Moore go down? You know, are you the Jacksonville Jaguars where you just kind of aren't aren't good enough, and you have to face that reality where like, okay, we need to upgrade at some positions. Are you the Indianapolis Colts? You lose a Trent Richardson, you lose a, a Jonathan Taylor during the season, and you say, damn, we had those guys, we'd be right there. Right, so you'd still feel good about something like that, you know? Or are you the, or are you the, the Denver Broncos, coming in with high expectations, fall a game below five hundred, miss the playoffs because your team fell apart, right? It's like how you get there. <clears throat> are you the Las Vegas Raiders climbing your way to eight and nine, championing your, your, your willing your way into victory? So again, it, I think it depends, you know, what what how how we miss it, how we miss the playoffs. Um, but I definitely think the Bears should be more talented and talented enough to compete with the teams that are making the playoffs and where they should be in that conversation. Uh, let's go back out to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. It's Gabe Ramirez here on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday. Great guests all day today. Uh, Dustin Rhodes taking over at 5 o'clock with the pregame show. Then Mully and Haw coming out with three gate. Get great guests, Olin Krutz at 7, DJ Moore at 8, Brad Biggs at 9. Bernstein and Holmes jump on after that. They got Anthony Heron and Dan Weeder at 11 and 12, and then Parkinson Spiegel. They jump on at 2 o'clock, and they have Kurt Warner at 2.40, Mark Grody at 4, and Jalen Johnson at 5 p.m. All right, let's go to Mark out in Richmond. Mark, good to talk to you, man. Welcome back to the show. Good morning, guys. Matt Eberflus ain't going anywhere. Number one, he's won... Seven games this year. Last year, he only won three. He's not going anywhere. Number two, it doesn't matter what the Bears do because uh, our GM has already already acknowledged and been able to show us that he doesn't care about draft picks. We're going to be 
We're gonna. This is the second year in a row that I think we made history. Didn't we? Gonna get the number one pick. He doesn't care about draft picks. He's just gonna get rid of them. Number three, the Bear organization doesn't care about winning. They even said it on TV last night. All they're worried about right now is getting a stadium. That that's it. That's all they're worried about is building a stadium. Yeah, I mean, and, and putting themselves in a position to be successful in the future, uh, Mark, I think that's important to remember. <clears throat> and they wanted to time out well, right? How how good would it be if, you know, I mean, how long is it? What, 20, they're saying 2028 now or 2029? Five years? Does that sound right? Four or five years? So, yeah, if the Bears are, imagine, 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 imagine you win a Super Bowl and then you got a brand new stadium the year after. Stop. Look how much we're I can't believe you did that. <laughs> Look how much we're smiling. Right All right, let's take one more before we go to break. We got Terry out in Wisco. Yeah, you know, I, I uh, we took you up here pretty far north, and we we, we are um, closer to Vikings than we are down to Chicago. But I, I watch you guys, and I, I can't help but say to myself, you're never going to get right till you get rid of the McCaskies. You know, it's it's like the Raiders and 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 uh, Al Davis. You know, it's just unless you get somebody who's gonna gonna pay and gonna get get you out of Soldier Field, you're just never gonna get right. And, and the Packers have been and feasting on that for the past thirty years. And uh, so that's my take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call. I think a lot of people are upset with ownership and just. the the way that the organization has been ran for you know however many decades and i think that i don't know i guess i'm one of those fans that that is like okay so maybe they're not you know ted phillips was there and i got kevin warren but don't you like the kevin warren hiring don't you like ryan poles the gm so i guess when people complain about the ownership i then think to myself but but aren't you happy in the present? So why are we still trashing what they've done in the past? I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people, you know. Where like if I if I own the Bears, right? Like if it was me, it was in my family, and instead of McCaskies, it was the Ramirez's, right? And let's say I'm I'm Mike McCaskey, I'm like the lucky grandson because my grandma married somebody, whatever. Let's just say that was whatever. You think I'm out here trying to sabotage my team? You think I'm what everybody telling me I'm an idiot or that I, I don't I don't know what I'm doing or that I this should have been my brother or whatever. You don't think I'm out here trying to do my best to put out a winner and I've just been failing? And then you're like, well, that's just it. You've been failing. Well, yeah, what not everybody wins the Super Bowl every year. You know how many other people are calling for who what's the other team that people are saying that, that the owners every single team that sucks right now? Right? Literally every team. Literally every team that sucks, they're like, oh my God, the ownership. It's Damn. a way to like Finally, put blame on someone when you don't know why you stink. You're like, it's got to be the owner, right? Or, or it's really hard to hit on things, and the success rate is lower than we than we think. That's really what it is. The assumption is that the success rate on every decision is much higher than it is, and it isn't. Getting right, getting the getting the coach right, isn't always. A, an exact science, getting the quarterback right, getting the wide receivers right, getting your offensive, like, eh, whatever. And the Bears are in, oh, man. Like, the Bears are in an envious position. Let's be very clear. Because if you were to go look at, you know, you go to Tankathon, which they must have spent so much money on, like, SEO, search optimization, because everyone's talking about them. So I got to give them their love. If you go there and you're like looking at the teams in the top, whatever, and comparing their trajectory to the Bears, like all these other teams would rather be the Bears. Sitting at one, the Carolina Panthers. You think they'd rather be the Bears? Yeah. 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 I'm sure they love Bryce Young, but they'd rather be the Bears. The Washington Commanders? Losing Montez Sweat, Chase Young, Sam. Like, you don't think they'd rather be the Bears? New England Patriots? Yes. Arizona? Yes. Chargers? Uh, maybe not. Maybe they underachieved. Giants, yes. Titans, mm. Atlanta, mm, I'm sure they like their team. Jets, they like their team. Minnesota, I'm sure they like their team. 
All right. So, you know, more than half, though. Denver. Now I'm going to keep going because this is a fun game. Denver. Denver. Do they think they're in a better position than the Bears? Sitting at 12. You know who wishes that Michael Penix Jr. slides down to 12? The Denver Broncos. Definitely. Michael Penix slinging that thing out there in the Maha Stadium? What? Yes. Las Vegas Raiders? I don't know. They'd probably argue that they like where they're at. Saints like where they're at. Colts like where they're at. Seahawks like where they're at. Jacksonville probably likes where they're at. Cincy, Green Bay, Tampa. Wow. Literally every other team. But if, let's say, Iberflus was let go and you have teams like the Chargers, who's looking for a head coach, and the Falcons today, they fired Arthur Smith. Say the Bill Belichick goes away. Tampa Bay, the Raiders, the Commanders. Is the Bears the best job out of all of those? Because I would argue yes, because of the assets you have. And just people in here love football, I think, more than all the other ones. Yeah, I would say... I mean, I would have to do a deep dive into the Chargers organization. I mean, it's... It, you do get Justin Herbert. And a pretty damn good defense. Oh, let's not forget, Austin Eckler's there. Oh, you, you did make a decision on Keenan Allen. Oh. Like, you just need to fix it, right? Because it's really good already. You just have to fix it. And in today's NFL, you don't get a lot of time to make things right. And so, if you're telling me I have a young Justin Herbert like, the quarterback position is figured out. I have young Justin Herbert. I just have to I just have to coach well. Instead of either, like, deciding on whether I want to stick with Justin Fields or bring in a quarterback and deal with the Chicago media, I would say, I'll, I'll say the Chargers is probably the better situation. But, but right there, 1A is the Bears. And then after that, then, yeah, it's everybody else. Like who? Like yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want any. I would not want the Las Vegas Raiders instead of the Bears. I think the one I'd want the least, even though as a competitor I'd want it. But like you have to follow Bill Belichick. Good luck. <sighs> that one's gonna be tough. That person's gonna get fired in two years. Doesn't matter who it is. Las Vegas. Though I want to circle back. I don't know. Like if if you understand the nature of football and and how you can become the mayor of a city. And you're telling me that you get to become the mayor of Las Vegas? Like the head coach of Las Vegas? What? Like, what? The whole, the whole year you walk in anywhere and they're like, oh, my God, it's you. And you're like, yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm going into a lot of places at 2.30 in the morning and being like, and I'm learning all, all the little back rooms, the secret, everything. Oh, my God, Vegas. This tells you a lot about my personal my personality. Let's let's move on. All right, it's coming up, top of the hour. What did Coach Eberflus have to say about the Bears' performance today and how this one wrapped up? We will play a little bit of Coach Eberflus audio for you on the other side. Don't go anywhere. It's Gabe Ramirez here on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday, right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score.